would have been. Where did you dig up that old fossil? We'll get to Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. That's not a moment. We're all fine here now, thank you. How are you? Welcome to the Star Wars Nerds Podcast. I'm Dan Vatabonker. And I'm Kenton Larson. We just spent about 10 minutes before we started recording talking about the coronavirus. Did we and ever? This is going to mark an interesting point in our history when we go back and listen to this episode. We'll remember either it being a complete no non-thing that people got really upset about for nothing, or it's a it's a plague. It'll be, we'll be, it'll be the end times. We'll be looking at this from the after the apocalypse when we've all died off. It'll be like uh, the stand. It'll be like Stephen King's the stand. We'll gather and spot good and evil. We'll gravitate towards each other. All the evil people will go to the Lord's Las Vegas. And where do the good people go again in that? I don't remember. Heaven. No, no. There was a town in Idaho or something like that. They decided some cornfields. I remember that part. Anyway. Um, but yeah, no, we're still here. We're still, we're not sick. Neither of us is. There are zero cases in Manitoba yeah. where we live. And if you look at a map of Canada... You will see Manitoba and Saskatchewan are among the only ones, and the East Coast are among the only ones that don't have any coronavirus cases because mm-hmm. we're landlocked. It's freezing cold here, so we already are used to self quarantining. And we and uh, it's um, there's not a ton of international flights that come through here. Like there are, of course, yeah. and and I, in fact, I do I do have one friend who was on a cruise ship that she was stuck. On a cruise ship out um, oh. off of uh, Thailand, they were supposed to go to Thailand. They couldn't go to Thailand. They ended up going to getting off in, in Cambodia, but she was stuck on a cruise ship for two weeks last month. Brutal because of the coronavirus being uh, quarantined, and she's fine. By the way, she's okay. That's good. She she came back. She's healthy. She's not sick. My my, my uh, mom was on a cruise. My mom and and uh, her husband. And, say, and uh, they were not quarantined. Nothing happened. But I was like, is that really where you want to be at this moment? Yeah, I know. The Cruising tra- around. The travel and- industry is hurting. Yeah. Um, people are not booking flights. They're not booking cruises. No. We're still going to Chicago. It's something that students are asking me about. But we are taking a bus. So You we're- are also <laughs> the organizer of CreeCom 50, which is the 50th anniversary of our program, which is coming soon. And I keep saying, you can get out of this, Dan. You can get it's no, a I little want, thing I called the coronavirus. To. I don't want to. You just have a party. start. You just start fear mongering, and you will have no, no more event. To well, then I need something to mark the students on. How am I going to mark them if there's no event? Well, my my proposal is almost over for the event. So <laughs> yeah, you don't. Care, I'm then. almost done. Yeah, you're done with it. Anyway, right, but you know what I said to them today, and you're right when you said uh, we'll always remember. You know, you always, it's one of those things that you remember. Remember that year when that happened? And I and I said to the students today, you will always remember your first year in our program by like, remember that crazy coronavirus scare yeah. that was happening then? Yeah. And for me, when I was in my last year of Creekom, it was Kurt Cobain committed suicide. Right. So yes. for this to this day, when I think of what was happening when I was in my last year of Creekom, what was what was going on? What were the stories of the day? That's the only thing I can remember. For me, it was the uh, financial collapse of 2008. Oh. I was in. I was going into second year, I believe. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, that was uh, when the, when Wall Street collapsed and all that, that stuff happened. I was. I remember that day specifically. That was a that was a big news day for sure. Wow. Really I don't even remember stuff. that. Yeah. The, no. the, the Wall Street crash of 2008. All right, but we are here to talk about Star Wars. I finally. Did oh, finish. that's right. <laughs> this is. Hey, a Star is, there, Wars. is was there ever been any kind of pandemic? Anything in Star Wars? No, I don't think so. But it certainly There's... is something they could explore. Yeah. Like, what about a disease that just affects Force users? What about that? Like it travels through the dark side or something like that. Um, By the way, Baby Yoda has coronavirus that I mentioned. 
<laughs> he's not going to survive. That little beggar goes from port to port. So. Um, anyway, I finally finished uh, uh, Fallen Order, Jedi Fallen Order. So we're going to talk oh, a little yeah. bit about that. We're going to talk about the story specifically and maybe try and find some good aspects of it because I've spent the last few weeks complaining about that game. The, the gameplay itself is no secret that we're not a fan. Yeah. But the uh, – or the maps – Maps, lots of different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but we're trying to focus on the positive. But today. the story, I love, and we'll talk about it. I'm curious to hear what you have to say about it. I'm worried that you're going to hate it. <laughs> um, but first, let's talk about some Star Wars clickbait. Oh, what? Now? <laughs> what are you talking about? Huh? What? Goodness gracious me! So the headline reads: Star Wars colon Seventeen ways the rise of Skywalker novelization adds to the movie. Okay. 17 ways. And are they... <laughs> You're not going to read all 17, Why are not? You? No, I'm just joking. I'm gonna go through. I'll go through a couple. Because yeah, talk... if you are, I'm going to go get a donut. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're going to... Uh, we're, we talked about this last week. We're going to read the book eventually. But yeah. you, you mentioned that you know people are looking at it, and uh, it comes out on uh, March 16th, which is next week. It as seems of, like everybody on recording. Earth has a copy already. Well, it's I guess... They, well, I mean, they, they, they do release advanced reader copies for people to review and to mm-hmm. talk about so maybe that's what these are um but uh for a couple just a couple of these things that, that are in the novel um we get the full message from emperor palpatine it talks about at the beginning of the movie they talk about how um you know the, the, there was a message sent out the, mm-hmm. the, we made the joke that emperor the emperor was starting a podcast and he started talking but the message is this is included in the novel at last the work of generations is complete the great error is corrected the day of victory is at hand the day of revenge the day of the sith dun, dun, dun. that's the that's the uh warning or that's the message so it's an interesting um i wonder which day he was speaking of specifically wednesday what are day, what are days of the week in star wars world <laughs> Right, huh. I I would do that on a Friday. To be honest, I'd I'd, I'd uh, take over on a Friday. There are lots of biblical references in uh, Star Wars. Yeah, so yeah, I, I think that's be. just part of like our culture kind of seeping yeah. through. Another aspect they get more into the uh, Leia's Jedi training, which I know you're a big fan of. You I like really like yeah. that scene. I did, and so we get more details. And as as Leia is training Ray on that planet, um, which is called um, Ajan Klaus. Ajan Kloss, A-J-A-N-K-L-O-S-S. Uh, that's the same planet that Luke trained Leia on. That's why they're there. And Luke refers to it as Nice Dagobah. <laughs> like, uh, like Dagobah, but nicer. Um, and so we get a little more of her inner thoughts as she's remembering and flashing back to her training with Luke. So we have a little more of that, which is kind of nice. I like that idea of, uh, of uh, Leia training. And in fact, it does also say that she has some abilities that Luke didn't have. She was able mm-hmm. to do some stuff that Luke didn't have. And actually, Fallen Order does that as well. Fallen Order talks about yeah. having certain abilities that not everybody has, which had never occurred to me could be a thing i never thought that some jedi maybe some jedi can't do the force heal thing right maybe that's why we never saw it until this point yeah maybe so uh, another one kylo ren on mustafar we already talked about how they don't make it clear at all that he's on mustafar when he's uh the very beginning i would go so far as to suggest they did not know he was when they shot it right yes they just kind of made that <laughs> after look the like fact. anything no it doesn't hey look if he's on mustafar show us the lava right show us the castle there's one defining well two i guess but yeah. certainly lava is the defining characteristic of yeah. There's got to be lava. Oh, there's um, some. There's a woody grove over here in the lava. Well, the, like, the, it looks like yeah, woody grove. Yeah, uh, it looks like there's um like maybe some ashes floating in the in the air on that scene, but it does. It's not again. And it's, some fire in the background, but I don't buy no, it. No, I, I don't. I, I don't agree. buy it at all. I think that was uh, they they came up with that later. So in this in the book, the uh, they say that um, 
the people that he's killing are these cultists who worship Vader. They're obsessed with the memory of Darth Vader and they've made the pilgrimage to Mustafar to defend the ruins of the castle from outsiders. And yeah, show us the castle. You're right. What? If they're, if they're in ruins, we should have saw seen if, that. Is that legit? That's really what it says? It says, yeah, it says, oh. we learn the cultists are obsessed with the memory of Darth Vader and have made the pilgrimage to defend the ruins of his castle from outsiders. So he goes there to find the Wayfinder um, thingamabob. Well, you need to see the castle then and, and it would have made more sense to find the Wayfinder um, invaders castle. Yeah, I agree. Make more sense. Yeah, so they should have done that. Yeah, uh, you already talked about the clone. Uh, they talk the the fact that they talk about um, yeah the uh, emperor being a clone, um, and then also we uh, we talk about here's a couple more things. Uh, Ray's new lightsaber. So should we talk about her? They call it a gold white lightsaber. I thought it was yellow. <laughs> like I mean, that's kind of a. a is it is it just these things that so people don't associate with P? Is that why they're doing that? It looked yellow to me. Um, Rose gets an expanded role. Lando has a child, missing child. Is it the is it the woman? No, it's not. Is that what that was supposed to be? Who? Oh, Naomi <laughs> Aki's Jana was confirmed to be the daughter of Lando Calrissian. In what? the novel. In the novel, yeah. Yeah, well, they so, were they're getting at it in the movie, kind of, but yeah. not really. They, right? they almost made him look like a pickup artist at the end. Yeah, he was kind of a creepy old hey, man. what do you say you and I go check out your past? <laughs> Back at my bachelor pad. Okay, here's the thing. The source of the... Oh, shoot, I just lost it. The source of the force healing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the thing. That I'll leave, and we'll leave it here Use the source, Stan. Use the source. For all your electronic that's, needs. No, that's from uh, The Matrix. Remember the source? Go to the source. Is it? Yeah, remember well, he goes uh, to that room with all the TVs. What do they say in Spaceballs? Is it the source? The, the Schwartz. Oh, that's right. The Schwartz. Me, the Schwartz be with you. Oh yeah. Um, I was getting my Matrix mixed up with Spaceballs. <laughs> force healing is definitely the most significant new Jedi power introduced in Episode Nine, though yeah. technically it first appeared in the Mandalorian. We know this. The novel is able to go into greater detail in terms of how Force healing actually works. When Ray first uses the ability to heal the Vexus Snake, she notes that most powers involve her drawing on the Force for her personal benefit, whereas healing involves her giving her essence to the force. Ray realizes this give and take creates a necessary balance in the force in what perhaps is the clearest example of what makes her different from traditional Jedi. So again, um, we see her force healing. We saw Yoda force healing. Is anybody else force? I guess Ben did it for her, right? Um, And that's it so far. That's all we've seen. But again, like the idea of, of them having an ability that other Jedi don't, that seems to be kind of the clear thing here so yeah there's another obviously there's 15 other ones or however many oh finn's force sensitivity mm-hmm. so it'll be interesting but you're right it does feel like they're adding the stuff in after the fact it does like it's, why wouldn't they put the stuff in the movie like let's let's go back and figure out what we should have done and then we'll put that in the novel right yeah i don't like that i don't like it either it, it, i find it very frustrating and I, there's no way like, if you really wanted to start that movie with a huge money shot, it's Vader's castle yeah. looming in the background. Yeah. It'd be like the like the two towers with if there if there's like hordes of armies trying to defend his castle, that would be something. Yes. And to defend it from Kylo Ren. And yeah. by the way, wouldn't Kylo Ren have already visited the castle as a guy who's collecting the Vader memorabilia? You think so, yeah. He's got That's the helmet. He's got the melted helmet, which he obviously yeah. got from Endor. Yeah. So he's he's yeah, he's he's I the think, he's the Vader fanboy. I think we missed out a lot of those it's like when we actually watch uh, when we do the commentary for the Rise of Skywalker, I do think there was a lot of stuff that sh- that very well should have been in this 
trilogy that they left out, including a return to the Vader castle after Rogue One. Right. After Rogue One established it. You know, and it's imagine also, it's how actually great that would be. also referenced in the, um, I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast or not, but my son has a Oculus and he has the VR game, the Vader Immortal VR game yep. for that. And that's you're in that castle as well and part of that game as well. So Is it cool? Do you see different cool. parts of it? It's so cool. Yeah, different no, it's very – we We're going to play it. Well, I'll get Jack to bring it here and we'll play it and record it and, and all that stuff. You get to check it out. Uh, there are a few things more funny than – Seeing Kenton Larson with a VR headset on because you're I got a well, giant head. Most people, most people are funny. Look funny when they're in a VR headset. Remember, but. I you I had, took a picture of you wearing the VR right, set. Yeah, and yeah. I, I submitted it. We were having this presentation, and I submitted it as one of the photos for the presentation. So you're sitting there watching the presentation, and then a picture of you wearing the VR helmet comes up. Yeah, but it's on a loop. It was like on the screensaver or whatever. So it kept coming up every single time. I was like, that was gold. That was a practical joke. I didn't know would pay off seventeen times. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you're right. I look like a moron with it. Well, everybody does. Anyway, yeah, that's right. true. I guess everybody. So does. So yeah. we will do that. But uh, but today, what we're going to talk about is the uh, the Jedi Fallen Order video game uh, that I finished. Um, so basically, I, f- I finished it as well. And, now, how yeah. much did you finish it? Did you complete all the little things, or did you just kind of finish the main story and that was it? I completed a damn lot of them. I did, and uh, once I was finished the game, go back and make an attempt anyway to get most of the stuff because there's a lot of little things you, yeah. can, you can pick up on a lot of area like for example in one of the early areas you gain abilities part of the gameplay is that you gain abilities you're, you're still yeah. a padawan i guess we should tell the story so the story oh, is oh man can i remember the i remember I, parts of the story. so your your character's name is cal kesto and you were on a planet i don't remember the names of the planets really but you started off working kind of in a in a junkyard in a um, salvage yard. I love that part. That's really cool. And that first yeah. level is really cool. Like it when is you're super climbing, cool. you're climbing, climbing up and around the ships, and you yeah. have to go to a certain part of the the ship to to fix something. And because you are force adept, yeah. you're able to bat, like do crazy kind of you know parkour and balance yeah. better than anybody else and you have all these abilities that's what makes you really good at this job but i also like your pal that they assign you the eloasty alien yeah guy. yeah yeah and, and he's it, great and like, he dies but he's right but he tells you he sort of coaches you in on the first level yeah i thought that was pretty yeah good. no he's a good yeah for the yeah. tutorial level he was a great character yeah. and i wish i wish we'd had some more from him so that first level was a lot of fun then you go to that train and you're like in that train running away from the empire and, and that kind of stuff that's when the empire knows that there's somebody someone they feel the force user because yeah. he has to use the force to save his friend. Yeah. Oh, and there's the cool Sarlacc pit on that level too, yeah. where they're like uh, on the first level, where they're sort of like they're they're in the claws and stuff, and they're like they've captured the Sarlacc. Did you see that? No. What are you talking about? I have no oh, idea. Oh, on the mean. very first level, you come flying in. Very first thing you come, and you can see that they've got like a Sarlacc harnessed. Oh, wow. Distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, didn't, see, I don't remember that. And I, I think you might actually see the claws later in the level, but without see, without remembering the faraway shot, it might not look like oh, okay. that. Yeah, Interesting. Yeah. I'll have to yeah. rewatch that. Oh, it's cool. It's, like, yeah. it's cool when you – it's just out of the corner of your eye. Oh, okay. I'll yeah. check that out for sure. That's really neat. Okay, yeah. so so you're, you're this um, – now, the story is this takes place five years after Revenge of the Sith. So that's after Order 66, your – uh, Jedi Master was killed, obviously, during Order 66. Yeah. We, we get to see that kind of play out through the course of the game with flashbacks. Yeah, it's cool. So every time you kind of come across, and it usually seems to be associated with some kind of kind of force, 
You're feeling like your ability, speaking of abilities that not everybody else has, your ability is to sense the history of something through the force. Mm -hmm. So you can touch an object and feel what its history was. So sometimes when you touch objects that are lots of like history, you'll get a flashback as far as your training goes. When you're a kid, you're training with uh, – with this guy who's the same uh, species as um, Zeb from Rebels, which is, of course, the one based in the original Chewbacca concept art, right, mm -hmm. that they went back to. And so he's your your, your Jedi Master, and uh, that's where you kind of gain these abilities as you go through the levels. Basically, mm -hmm. you, you gain um, a force pull, a force push, uh, jumping ability. Uh, there's a couple different things. And you also couldn't level up your abilities through the skill tree, uh, so to speak, where it's like you get every time you – you level up, you get points, and you can apply those points to different things and mm -hmm. kind of get better. So the, as the game progresses, you get better, and I, I do appreciate that. I do like that that happens. Um, so that's kind of the main aspect of it. Uh, the story goes that your friend, um, you know, uh, you guys get they, – they sense when you use a force, so they come to the planet to look for you, and it's the Inquisitors, uh, which we know from the uh, Rebels uh, series – and um, they end up stopping you. They chase you through a train. It's this crazy, like like a like a great train robbery kind of thing where you're running on the top. It's just like in Solo. You're running along the top of the train yeah. and all kinds of stuff. It's a great level. And you're taking down these stormtroopers. And again, that's also part of the tutorial of it because you learn how to parry yeah. and how to block their shots. It's not easy. No. Uh, no, no, it, it, it isn't. It gets easier as you go along and you earn the points and all that yeah. stuff. But. Um, and then, of course, they catch you and uh, they kill your friend. And I can't remember how I got it. Oh, yeah, get away because the, the um, uh, your other friends, your new friends, uh, come and rescue you in the ship, which is called mm -hmm. the Mantis. And there are two characters. I'm blanking on the names right I don't now. Remember Seer. One's called Seer. And one's called, I don't remember the alien's name. And they come and rescue you. And they're working with, I guess it's like the Resistance. I guess it's like the the, the early part of the Rebellion. Yeah. I don't know. They don't really talk about it very much. No. But basically, their goal, they, they rescue you. You jump onto their ship and fly away. And then they tell you that their goal is to find a Jedi holocron that somehow contains the personal information of all the ch all the children who are strong in the Force. Right. Now, I want to know, where the hell did this thing come from? And <laughs> Who's the molester in the Empire? Well, who's, who who's, who's keeping track of this stuff? And um, and how, how old is this holocron? Because it's got to be pretty current if it's got like people who are still alive. So this is something, I think, maybe a remnant from... Um, from the uh, Revenge of the Sith era, maybe mm -hmm. like just a few years ago, yeah, kind of thing. But it's weird that it's like a database. So you can you know, they, they want to get to it before the Empire does, because the Empire is going to either kill them or try to turn them into Inquisitors. Mm -hmm. Like that's this is kind of the this this game gives us a lot more insight into the whole Inquisitor thing. It's it's basically Darth Vader's um, project, his pet project, where he he finds people who are strong in the Force and he turns them to the dark side, and it looks like they do through torture. Like in the in the game, they show scenes in which they're torturing with the fun, you know, the thing we mm -hmm. we see them torture Han Solo with in uh, in Empire Strikes Back, yeah. the little sizzle and the, the electri electricity, yeah. or even the even Ve uh, Leia. Oh no, Leia! That thing had a hypodermic needle. Yeah, in uh, the truth serum. The truth serum, right? Anyway, so that they they basically they turn you. If they can't turn you, they kill you. And so that's what happened to this seer, this woman who picks you up. She's uh, she's a former Jedi who's cut herself off from the Force, mm -hmm. which is also a concept we're aware of now because we know Luke did it in um, in the Last Jedi. And uh, and yeah, so your adventures kind of take you on a series of like different planets to look for this, and you're following along in the footsteps of this other Jedi Master who looks like uh, who does he look like again? Oh man, the name of that actor that. Uh, F. Marie Abraham. Ah. He looks like F. Marie Yeah, Abraham. I never thought of that. 
<laughs> so you're following along. You find this droid. You've got a little cute droid, which is kind of a – it's a given, right? Um, it's a good it, one, though. It is. But but the interesting thing I was thinking about he this – He rides on your back. Yeah, he rides on your back and kind of looks over your shoulder. And, and it took you, me forever to realize how to use him to run down those wires. Yeah, uh, yeah. You use him as kind of a zipline guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. was – took a while. <laughs> that was – it's not – it it does not help you out much. No, that's, that's funny. Yeah. And then you, then eventually you get the ability to go up the zip line. You can, you, yeah. He's got a little motor. Hey, in that him. would have been real helpful, like uh, about three <laughs> levels earlier. But okay. Well, that's the point, though. That's so I started. I started this all by yeah. saying you gain abilities that allow you to go back to the levels yeah. and access areas that you weren't yeah, able to. So what? Like if you've played through a level, you've played through a level. I hate that's, that. That's I, hate I, the... I agree. And I think it's a it's a kind of a, a lazy way to, yeah. to input. Like you want replayability in a game. A lot of games will do yeah. that. Now a lot of games will do that through DLC, but this seems like a lazy way to get there. Let's make the game longer. So you have to go Right. Back. There's only like yeah, five yeah. planets in the whole game, yeah, right? Not, and you basically is, go back yeah. and forth between all of them. Yeah. So there's not a lot of diversity in and, the level. Hey, and I'm I'm talking from as a guy who liked the game, that but that that was irritating. Yeah. It was I, one of the irritating elements. So then you go and you find these different pieces. You're searching through temples and you're, um, you know, you're, you start to use your force ability and it does kind of ramp up. And I've already said about how much I don't like killing the animals. I don't like that oh, yeah. whole aspect of it. But I do like, I did like the killing of the stormtroopers yeah. um, in many ways. And they are pretty challenging, more so than you would yeah. think stormtroopers would be. Um, but yeah, I, I like the idea of like, you know, taking down these, these stormtroopers and, and it was a lot of fun. I, kind of, I thought the combat system was really good as far as like this. You, yeah. you could mash the pad and still pull off some cool moves, moves which yeah. is kind of what I did. Yeah, me too, me too. But, I never really – there's a couple of go-tos that I had, but for the most part. But there there are a bunch of moves in there that you could mm -hmm. learn if you wanted to yeah. be more deliberate about it. I think I think you have to. If you're going to ramp it up to the hardest level, you would have to really know that well. It'd be painful. Because that, the, a lot of this combat is based on the parry and the, yeah. and the counter thrust or whatever. Uh, and the game only you can only save the game every so often, so that's right. The we talked, yeah, we talked about that. So, yeah. so, so these different save points. I had it happen a couple times where I died and I had to go way back because there was no save point, mm -hmm. which was frustrating. Um, and then what else? Okay, so then you, you go to different planets. You go to Kashyyyk, which is a, an interesting level. Uh, we talked about how you save the one big bird, but you kill all the other animals on Kashyyyk. Yeah. Um, and so you're basically trying to find this this holocron. And so a different stuff unveils itself. Like you, you get to see the the flashback to when your master is killed by the clones. You're like you're friends with the clones. That was a cool level. Yeah. Like you're you're walking. You're this kid. and You're walking around. And you're like, how's it going, Cody or whatever? Like it wasn't Cody, but you know, it's all mm -hmm. the same idea. Those clones are your friends. Like they're people you talk to all the time, and they're joking around with them and stuff. Then all of a sudden they get the order sixty six and they all turn on you. Yeah. Which is really crazy. And 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 um, I guess that's what we're gonna get. I don't know if we're gonna get that in Clone Wars or not. I feel like we should get it in Clone Wars in the, in the animated series. Um, that should be that. Seems well, like the this natural week, way to finish uh, it. The teaser for this week's Clone Wars is Mace Windu. Ah, and okay. I got I got more out of that teaser than I've gotten out of any Bad Batch episode. I have okay. to say it's, it looks better. Okay. Yeah, the Bad Batch of episodes <laughs> It's almost done. Although lots of people love it, and God bless you. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, so then you and again you so you, every time you have this flashback, you kind of gain an ability. You also gain some friends. You meet this girl who I think they're trying to make a love interest. She's this young the on Dathomir that that. Um, 
what they call her? The Night Sister. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, I guess so. I think they're trying to play it like she becomes a romantic interest after after you realize. Um, one of the hardest fights was actually fighting that old oh. Jedi dude on Dathomir. Oh, painful. That was, that was tough. And yeah. I got to say, like, that guy was really strong in the Force. He was just this former Jedi who was hanging out there and basically using the Force yeah. to subjugate the entire race of Dathomirites or whatever you call them. Yeah. And um, and so that was a, that was a tough boss. I got I got frustrated with some of the boss repetition. Like there was like um, I think there was one. Okay, yeah. So you know you get one level you get the ATST fine. Yeah. Then another level you get another ATST, and then one of the levels you get two ATSTs. Yeah. Like come on guys, like just try to think of something. Change different. it up. Yeah. So and then but I, you, I think I beat that Jedi guy just by. And it was so ironic because I tried to play it the right way, and I just couldn't beat him. And then I uh, switched to just hammering him every chance I got. Just hammer, 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 And you hammer. get through. You and get right. through And then in the yeah. end, it worked. Yeah. And, and, yeah, because every once in a while, you'll get the level where for whatever reason. And one time, once he got stuck and he wasn't able to move, and I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> and he was like stuck. And I was just like, oh, you bastard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it took him a while to get out of there. And by then, I pretty much finished the finish the task yeah but that's a not an easy battle no a, and there are many of them that are difficult the the, yeah. the ninth sister was also difficult yeah. uh the bosses were good though i like the i like the bosses they were challenging and yeah. except for the repetition of the the atsts yeah. the other ones are pretty good for the most part it wasn't impossible to beat them that's the other thing no no and, and you got they're, they're, you know like many video game bosses they have a pattern yeah and you get to know the pattern i like the idea of um using the force to push those missiles back yeah. like you got the you yeah. got the stormtrooper with a rocket launcher you got another stormtrooper with a rapid fire uh yeah. machine gun laser and These guys so are hard. they were yeah you especially kinda, at first you had to kind of yeah. try and block some of them and get close enough to take them down they also so. had a shield um, built into that thing, and uh, so the variety of those enemies were good. Um, eventually, you get to the whatever the final planet is, and you get a, f- a full. Well, it's it's one of the planets you go you come back to in the end, and you have to open the temple. Um, and then you, uh, what else happens? Well, basically, you've got the full crew. I got I got the achievement of the full crew because yeah. I brought that little animal on board as well. There's like a little animal, these little creatures. When you go back to that final planet, there's yeah. these little cute little creatures running around, and you talk to one of them, and then it says, "Oh, really? he's, he's joined your crew." I'm I don't, like, okay. believe, I don't think I did that. Anyway, no. um, but then you get back there and you go through the whole thing to face the second sister, who is the main kind of bad guy throughout the game, right? And you go to this final thing, and you you fight her and you beat her, but then Darth Vader shows up. Boom! Like that was a big surprise and very yeah. exciting. I was excited. Same like, for Whoa! me. I, I did not think in a million years we would get. No, uh, we'd get that. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's scary. It is. And, it's and, actually and, a frightening. They make him frightening. Well, yeah. in, in much the same way they do in Rogue One, right? Yeah. They have like just badass yeah. Darth Vader, and so and you're like, oh shit, what am I gonna do now? Like you cannot. As hard as no. these other enemies were, they're nothing compared to Darth Vader, no. right? So you're, what are you supposed to do? And you run. end up you end up running. That's yeah. what you end up doing. You run away. I run away. It took me <laughs> a while to figure out that very first. He killed me about ten times, <laughs> and then I realized, oh, there's a little thing up above his head that you have to crash down. Yeah, yeah, you have to pull right. it down yes, on him. Yes. yes, and it took me forever. I was yes. like, such, I'm such an idiot. I didn't see that. Well, thing. you're supposed to see, you know, the things yeah. that you can manipulate with a force kind of have this blue glow yeah. to them. So you don't see that blue glow. No. 
Uh, but yeah, I have to pull that down yeah. on him. Then you get away. Then you run him across a catwalk and through these other things. You have to fight your way through stormtroopers. And, and you think you're away from him for a moment, but you're not. No, and he there's comes a, back. There's a big leap you have to do that's really hard. Yeah. Too like you're running through the stormtroopers. I have to say that final level. Actually, I really enjoyed the final level. Me too. Um, because when you're fighting the stormtroopers, like before you kind of get to the Vader part, and yeah. you're just fighting your way. Oh, that's on. You're the underwater base at that point, yeah. right? Is that what you are? Yeah. Yes. Right. I love that. You're in the underwater base, um, and so. Uh, you get to f- swim your way in there, and you're kind of going through the tunnels, and there's just a ton of stormtroopers, and you just yeah. rip right through them. Like, you're really strong in the force at this yeah. point, so, and you become a Jedi, right? That's the story yeah. is that this woman, I like how she dubs him a Jedi with the lightsaber. It's yeah, like, is yeah. that really the way they do that? I don't know. It seems dangerous it. to me. Yeah. It seems like you could take off an yeah. ear with that thing. Um, <laughs> but you get dubbed a Jedi, and then you go in there to fight, and she, and she does as well. She's like, mm-hmm. lets the force back in, and she's going to go and fight as well. And then your your friend, the uh, Night Sister, will come along as well to help. And so uh, that that was a ton of fun. That last yeah. level, I wish all the levels were like that one. I agree. Minimum amount of, of uh, there wasn't a ton of, of uh, parkour in it. Uh, and it was mostly just like fighting off stormtroopers. That was a ton of fun. Yeah, and, then, and a big surprise. I thought yeah. I found it very satisfying. It really did make you want more after that level. Like, I, I, I guess part two will continue the story. But it was a legitimately good story and one that I that you could easily play out as a animated show. Yeah, I was thinking that as well. A, if you just cut, I'm sure someone has already yeah. done this, but if, on YouTube, oh, but yeah. you probably like cut together all the all the uh, cutscenes. Yeah. and uh, and have a complete story there. And I actually uh, I would enjoy it whenever there was a cutscene. I'd be like, oh, yes, I, I would be happy. Me too. First of all, it gets me a break from the boring nature of the game, but also. Oh. Just because uh, you get to see what's going to happen next, yeah. so that was a lot of fun. That's and and also the training, the flashbacks to the training yeah. session. Yeah, that was good too because you knew you're about to get a power up of yeah. some kind, and it was like the more of those you got, the better the game was. But man, it took, just took forever to get there. The grinding is a bit much, right? Oh. So there's going to be and a second one of these. Is that what you said? Yeah, they, oh. yeah, they announced that they're going to make a sequel to okay. it. Okay, it doesn't surprise no, me. No, it's good. But fa- hey, fast travel, guys. Once you've once you've saved on a save point. You should be able to travel back there fast. Yeah, or not have have as much repetition, so that's not necessary. Like, uh, yeah. I just would like them to come up with some more planets and stuff to to go to. Well, I, you know, I told you I just played finished uh, that Doom the yeah. Doom reboot, and it it does such a good job of sending you in the right direction without it being overbearing. Like there aren't arrows or anything, but there's like these glowing uh, green lights. Yeah, that kind of tell you. You know what direction you're pretty much, and then you got a little compass up at the top, and you're just like, yeah, like you don't need to torture people to help them get through. And on Doom, when you go back to a planet, it's on fire the next time, mm. or like something big has changed, right? And you're like, and you're like, wow, this is like, you know, so well done. I played Doom, and I was like, wow, I'm shocked. I expected Doom to be sort of like Doom, rather to be emotionless, kind of just like, ah, oh, it's just like the usual, stuck in a maze shooting everything and it was like actually pretty good i have to say and i was like you know in terms of just pure shooting gameplay and walking around doom is more satisfying than uh fallen order but for story that's where fallen orders like really took it up a notch yeah i really like that yeah i agree and and so i i will like obviously we'll play the sequel when it comes out but i think uh I like these characters. Like that, that's one of the biggest part about this that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. All these characters were good. There, this guy, this alien who's piloting the ship, we get into a bit of his. He's got a gambling problem somehow, um, and he he also collects plants. I didn't really do the plant thing, but you can collect seeds and plant. You have a little terrarium in there where you can you can plant 
or a little greenhouse or whatever you want to call it. Um, there are lots of aspects to this stuff that I, I probably won't go back and explore, to be honest. I'm not going to do that kind of thing. But I do enjoy the gameplay. Like, I enjoy the battle when you're fighting against stormtroopers. That's for me. And the bosses were pretty good as well. So what would you give it as a rating? Six? No, more no, than that. No, more seven? Because, well, here's the thing. Like, I enjoyed the gameplay on the first visits to the planet. I hated having to go back. I hated that you had to pick up force powers and then go back, and so you'd push over a bridge. You're like, I've unlocked a whole area. And then you cross the bridge, and there really isn't really no, anything you unlock. There are all these things that you didn't unlock anything. Like they say shortcut unlocked. I'm like, yeah. well, so that means I don't have to traverse the yeah. entire level again. But you do have to still have to repeat some of it, no yes, matter what. and it was not much of a shortcut, and it was also not much of a I've unlocked a whole new part of the level. Like, right. It was just very... Like why do I? Why am I even doing that? A couple times too, I just ran from the enemy. I just ran and just did yep. the thing, like downloaded the map, whatever it was. I yep. did it before. Like there's that one where you drop into the hole. Yeah. And the creature is hard to beat at that certain point. But I dropped in and I just did what I needed to do and then ran. And then the creature couldn't catch me. Yeah. At a certain point, I was like, well, that defeats the whole purpose. Right. I if you just run away, you don't have to beat everything. Yeah. To, yeah. To get yeah. yeah. Like, 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 there's lots of things like that yeah. where you're just like, why would you even do this? Um, so I, I'm not a huge fan. The fast travel to me is the biggest sin. But that said, the story is great. And, and when I think of the story, and and the shock and surprise and also fear when you meet Darth Vader is great. Like that's one of the great moments in Star Wars video games. So uh, seven and a half. All right, there you go. I go to seven. Um, oh, so we're about the same. What I B, want, B, one, B plus. One thing I also wanted to say um, I forgot about is I like I like that when the bounty hunters show up when they when they mm-hmm. catch you and they bring you to that that kind of. Um, arena where you have to fight it's kind of like, just like in episode oh. two where you have to fight yeah. all those creatures and uh so that was fun but then uh, then after that point bounty hunters will just show up yes kind of randomly and and i like the some of the design of those bounty hunters are really cool one yeah. was like this, this droid that looked kind of like a mech it's kind of this yes. neat look it looked like actually it looked like the one you see outside maz kanata's uh place in the force awakens yeah. there's like a droid walking as they walk into there right and it, it looks like that so maybe that's the I same forgot character. about that scene yeah. that's a good i i benefited on that scene too Something went wrong with the with the cutscene to the to the uh, I, I, the guy who killed me over and over was like a, I think it was a bounty hunter. Okay, he, yeah. he slides down the rope. It's a bounty hunter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he slid down the rope and he killed me like ten times and I was like, oh, this guy's tough. And then something happened and this cutscene triggered and I had finished the level without actually beating him. Oh wow! And I was like, yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> I was like, yeah, <laughs> I finally got a bounce on this thing. Nice. But that is a good scene. Yeah, yeah. There's lots of stuff like that. The design, the game design, is really good. Yeah, yeah. Lots of good stuff, and then just some painful stuff. Yeah, but I agree. Overall, I would be, I would walk, I would buy the sequel game. Now, I have a question. Uh, yeah. I did want to talk about a little bit about our favorite Star Wars yeah. video games in a second, oh. but before that, do you think now the scene where Vader shows up and that subsequent sequence when you're running away from him and everything, yeah. and he's terrifying and very much the same as in Rogue One. When he's like, he just kicks everyone's ass, right? He goes through yeah. that hallway and just beats everybody. Are are they building Darth Vader up to be too big? Are, are like, 
because he never seemed to get, of course he was scary I guess as a villain in the original films but we never saw him do anything like that now it was of course yeah. it was because of special effects and limitations to that but is that do you think that was always implied or are they doing a better job of portraying Darth Vader now that they have the ability to do so or what do you think I th- remember when Pablo told us that they had all the rules about Darth Vader and video games right he can't run Darth Vader doesn't run he, can't, he doesn't run yeah. he doesn't like it's like uh you know how there's no rules so uh, in other video games so Kurt Cobain can rap in a, <laughs> in a rock band okay. or whatever? That's what they don't want. They don't want the rapping right. Darth Vader. Right. So I think that was part of what they were doing is reclaiming that character as a, as a true villain with true consequences and not just an itty-bitty stuffy that people buy at the store and think he's cute. Right. So, well, that, yeah, yeah I think that's so. part of the merchandising. Yeah, I think they're reclaiming the... Yeah, because, I mean, he was always like, you know, we see him, like the biggest move he ever made in the original films was the, other than the lightsaber battles, which were always good, yeah. um, is the force choke. That was his signature move, right, where he would just choke somebody. And, I mean, you got, certainly got the feeling that he killed people, but we never actually see him kill anybody in those in those movies. Yeah, that's right. right. So I just it just occurred to me as we were watching that, I'm like, man, just, I don't remember ever being this t- terrified of Darth Vader when I was a kid, right? Just kind of, I don't know. Didn't well, seem that bad. He, we knew he was a bad guy, but not terrible. Not like that. Not like where you're running from him. Right. You can't escape yeah. him, which is a whole other thing. Because the other thing is, is like Frankenstein. When, when you, yeah. When you think about Luke, Luke never ran away, like either. Well, Luke runs away in the first movie, but by the time he gets to him in Empire, he's not running away. He's fighting him. And to, for Luke, like if you think in terms of this this character of, of uh, Cal Kestis in this in this video game, he's learning his Jedi ability just the same way Luke is through the same kind of process and becomes a Jedi Knight as he does. Now, he doesn't declare himself to be a Jedi Knight until Return of the Jedi. Yeah. So in Empire Strikes Back, he is not a Jedi Knight and he is not mm-hmm. ready to face Vader. And so he gets defeated, right? So that's yeah. kind of an interesting thing. But the fact that he feels like he can take him on is uh is interesting and he shows how strong he is in the force that he's able to last as long as he does right against vader so yeah luke luke skywalker luke's the man he is yeah well when, whenever you play a video game and you get to play one of the main characters which by the way you couldn't do for years and years um you get you, you get a better sense of of uh how they relate because somebody in the know had to has to decide like how powerful is han solo's blaster how how strong is Darth Vader? How strong is Luke Skywalker? And like, what? Uh, how how long do Boba Fett's rockets last? <laughs> and all of that stuff. Yeah. Well, that, and that's the kind of stuff they had to do for Battlefront because yeah. that is yeah. possible on Battlefront. Uh, but you're right. Most games that came out in the '90s and 2000s did not uh, have characters you could play with. Um, going back though, and I was going to mention this if we're talking about old video games. One of my favorites is of course the Super Star Wars series yeah. on Super Nintendo, right? And you do get to play as Luke and other characters in that series. But it's, that was rare. It, yeah, it was. But it basically just kind of you just play out the story of the films. That's yeah. all those are. So you do different levels. You've got the Snow Speeder level in Empire Strikes Back. You've got um, the Death Star run, of course, and other aspects. So you've got the area where you run through, I think there's a Tatooine level as well, where yeah. you're on a speeder on Tatooine, kind of going back and forth. So I really enjoy those uh, games. I replayed them recently, and they still are, are quite fun, I think. I think a lot I, of fun. I think I, I have played, I think I've played every single Star Wars video game that's ever 
been created? I'm pretty sure I have. I think I, I no, I know I haven't. Some of the later ones I haven't played, it. but um, but early on, I actually do remember my very first Star Wars video game I bought at Comic World, which is in downtown Winnipeg, and it was an Art- Atari Star Wars game. It was for the Atari 2600. Yeah, I'm sure I played so, that. So, and that was just your basic. I mean, Atari is basically yeah. a stick in a ball. Like that's right. all it is. So you're just basically you have to imagine shooting. the Star Wars. You do yeah, very yeah. much so. Yeah, the co- the cover art was excellent, um, but but the uh, game was not. Um, what other I games? I printed out uh, Business Insider, the best Star Wars oh, okay. game. And so uh, they have 11 of them, I think. Uh, Shadows of the Empire. Yeah, that's we... a good one. That's a good one. That's for Nintendo 64. Yeah. That was a big deal. And it's very much, I mean, again, they didn't let you play as a main character, but man, is that guy meant to be Han Solo. Yeah. Like Dash Rendar is Han Solo, oh, essentially. And then there's all the X-Wing games, and they yeah. have X-Wing Alliance. Oh, but you know what I remember the most is the TIE Fighter game. Oh, yes, I had TIE that. TIE Fighter, yeah. was that was when you got to play as an Imperial fighter, and that was a big deal. That Being was able to huge. play as the dark side, the yeah. bad guys, that was a great game. That was on the PC when I was a oh, kid. Oh, yeah, I, I played it on the PC as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Republic Commando, which is a very good game. Yeah. But too short, yeah. I'd say, but it was good. I really liked that one. Oh, the Force Unleashed and the Force Unleashed Two. Yeah, those are good. And and uh, the only the only complaint I have about those is you you kind of overpowered from the beginning. As soon as you yeah. get that Force Lightning, you can just kill everything, and there's not really much challenge to it. Yeah. Uh, but it didn't. Again, it's cool to play as the bad guys. Cool to play as somebody using the dark side of the Force, which is not yeah. something you you really got to do before that. Okay. Then there's um, of course all the Battlefronts. Yeah. Then there's Rogue Squadron, right? Which yep. uh, was a great game. I love that game. Playing as an X-wing fighter, yeah. Yep. Although you got to play as other ships as well. I think there's a level where you get to fly yeah. an A-wing and stuff like oh, that. Oh, you like, get the Millennium Falcon at one right, point, right, right. But just briefly. Yeah, I think yeah. they just tease you yeah. with it. Um, Jedi Academy. I like that game quite a bit. I don't remember that one. Uh, uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, we talked about two. that already. Yeah. Uh, the Lego Star Wars games. I actually quite enjoy the Lego Star yeah, Wars games. They're cute. They, they're cute. They, uh, they're pretty faithful to the films. Like you can play through those, similar to the Super Star Wars games. You can play through those and get the story of the films really well. So yeah. I, I do, I do enjoy that. And they, but there's no dialogue ever. Those, those Lego guys don't talk, and uh, they kind of mime everything, which is kind of fun. But there are some challenging levels. I remember the ones in particular, the Snow Speeder level. You actually have to rope around the walkers to take them down, and yeah. it's, it's tough to do. It's really hard to do. My God. They, okay, then I went to Wikipedia, and it's just like they break it into genres, like X-Wing. So so basically the list of the fighter, series. The fighter games. So there's X-Wing. There's Rebel Assault. There's Jedi Knight. There's Rogue Squadron. There's Star Wars Racer. Oh. Uh, Galactic ba- oh, Galactic Battlegrounds. I right. played that. I forgot about but that. Remember the, remember the, uh, the yeah. pod racing game that came out yeah. after episode one? That was a fun game. It oh, wasn't. Yeah. Oh, I bought. I played that. That was for 64 death. as well. I played the Anakin. I was in the Anakin one the whole time, and I, I, I like mastered to, it. No, I, got I, it like Sub- I had to pick Sabalba. I really enjoyed Sabalba's. It was fast and terrible uh, control. Yeah, but I, I really like the. Yeah. I love the sound of Sabalba's speeder. Starfighter, Knights of the Old Republic, Star Wars Galaxies, Battlefront, Empire at War. The Force Unleashed, The Clone Wars animated series. Oh, I never played that one. Yeah, I don't think I did that either. I thought I had them all, but it's so funny. Oh, and then there's standalone titles. Oh, my God. Masters of Terrace Cassie. Is that in there? Yeah, it is. Yeah, that was a fighter. That was, I remember that one when I worked at Blockbuster Video. That was available to rent, so I rented it. And it's like this tournament fighter. They do, they have a shout out to it in Solo. Because uh, what's her face is a master of Terrace Cassie. She she knows the form of martial arts, but essentially it's a it's like a tournament fighter game with all these different Star Wars characters. Wow! It's like Luke Skywalker. You could be Luke Skywalker. You could be Han Solo and stuff. But it's like fighting against each other 
in, an, in a Mortal Kombat style tournament kind of weird situation to be it in. It is weird. <laughs> but there, oh, there's so much in here that I forgot all about. Force Commander, a Republic, oh no, sorry, a Bounty Hunter. Star Wars Bounty Hunter. Oh, yeah. That. It should make a Mandalorian game. Oh, my God. Vader Immortal, of course. So now, uh, now, now what they're trying to do is they're, they're like, using the video games. As a, it used to be the video games were just, like, another way to tell the same story as far yeah, as, like, right. the films are concerned. But now video games are telling different stories. So they take that and they're using it as part of this kind of shared universe of Star Wars. So they're telling other stories. Within which is exactly what Fallen Order does as yeah. well, right? So yeah. I think it's interesting, but I think there should also they shouldn't be afraid of making video games based on the current, like the Mandalorian, like current properties that kind of take you through. I, I miss one thing I miss about um, the newer games is that there's no more like film adaptation games. They're often were not good necessarily. Any general film adaptation game was not necessarily good, but sometimes they were, and it was a lot of fun just to play through a different version of that story. You know, yeah. I kind of like Back to the Future and stuff. There was yeah. some really bad games on uh, on Nintendo for for the, those kind well, of movies. There's a difference between the ones that were rushed out and the ones that right. were well thought out. Or I guess the, the classic the, the classic example is ET yeah. for the Atari, right? That's right. the one everyone talks about. Um, so yeah, I do I do enjoy uh, the Star Wars games. Again, if I could revisit any of them, I would like to revisit Knights of the Old Republic. I've said mm -hmm. I played it on my phone. It's not as fun. I'd like to see it no. remastered and re released yeah. on a console. Um, and I'd like to have, um, what was the other one I thought about the other day? The original Battlefront, mm -hmm. not the one that's out, but the one for X, the original Xbox. Right. Remember that one? Um, and two, and part two. Yeah, because you, be yeah. you could be a clone trooper in that. Yeah. I know you can be a clone trooper in this one as well, but it's not quite the same thing. No, no. It was, th those, two, those two games really did that well. They did it so well. I love the uh, jetpack stormtrooper in the original battlefront and some of that stuff it's yeah. just perfect design yeah you know? and it's good it's just a good um you know I, I they these days of course they they have all this online play and that kind of stuff and i like that fallen order doesn't really have that like yeah. it's just a t storytelling game and that's good uh, part of the problem with battlefront even the second battlefront which was better because it did have a story mode but still was not as good as like a you know i would say actually i would say jedi fallen order is better than battlefront 2 yeah I would agree. That's a more compelling story than I agree. The one we, we have in Battlefront 2. I agree. Because in Battlefront 2, you kind of start off as the bad guy and I, then eventually go over to the good side. I never bought it. Oh, no? No, I mean, I never, I didn't buy the idea. Oh, okay. And, uh, and uh, I played uh, Kelly. Oh, that's right. Kelly one, wanted, So yeah. I literally did not buy it. And I didn't buy it. I didn't, uh, okay. Yeah. And, and, the, and the whole gift box that has to open to get you. That to, whole, yeah. But like they, that they, fiasco. they came under a lot of fire for that kind of stuff. So they got rid of that kind of thing. But I don't like. Like, I just want them to create a standalone game that works. And that's, I guess, what they did with Jedi Fallen yeah. Order. But they need to amp up the uh, the uh, creativity as far as bosses, as far as level design, yeah. and put more time into it, I think. I think they do have to try and hit these deadlines. They want to come out with one big game every year. I think yeah. that's what they're doing. And so this year was Fallen Order. I don't think we'll have a Fallen Order 2 next year, or oh, this year, rather. Oh, you don't think so? No, not this no, year. Not, no. Yeah, but, but they're going to have something else come out. Um, as far as like a video game, I guess we should. See. I'm gonna check and see if the announcement date is out for Fallen Order Two. Oh, this is just an article uh, ripping it apart, saying uh, this, here's what they need to fix. Ah, good. Uh, yeah, I've got one here. It says Jedi Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order wasn't perfect. Regardless, it did deliver something fans had been clamoring for for years: a single player Star Wars adventure with plenty of lightsaber action. Um, now the next one, yeah, and again, it's still EA. Um, working on this, but they're working on um, what is it called now? Oh, all it says, okay, it says all it says is that's going to be a very unique experience. Well, what the hell does that mean? That's your favorite line. Unique experience, unique Star Wars experience. What does that mean? It means uh, it's not going to be a shooter. 
It's not going to be. It's going to be different from any other any so other Star Wars someone's, game. Someone pours boiling hot water on your head when you're playing <laughs> while, you're, while you're in the game. Too. It's very unique. <laughs> Never happened before. No, I don't know. It's, we'll see what happens. But I just, I guess, it's a shame that out of this whole thing. Okay, one of the things I was going to say before we uh, we go here. I was going to say that one of the strengths of the Disney era Star Wars has been their ability to create good droid characters. That's something that they yeah. we didn't really have that before. Yeah, but at the expense of uh, cutting out some of our favorite characters. Right. No, yeah, you're right. Because they have, because uh, yeah. R2D2 and 3PO are not as prominent. But also. 3PO got his moments in the most recent yeah. movie, but not R2. No, R2 was. was uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, but, but the other thing, the, one of the negatives is that they scrapped Lucas Arts. Which was the video game arm of Lucasfilm, who created all the all those games that you just mentioned. That was the company that made them, and they were dedicated to making Star Wars games all the time. That's all yeah. they did. Now that doesn't seem to be the case. They're kind of farming it out to EA. EA's got the license right now, and they get other studios to to develop for them. But it's it's frustrating because we don't seem to have as much of a variety of games out there as as we used to. Right? Yeah. There's a lot of great. We should reach revisit an old Star Wars game. See if we can do that. Think about that. About yeah. which one to? Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that in yeah. a future episode. But I think that'd be a good thing for us to kind of revisit um, and see what what's good and bad, what holds up and what doesn't hold up. So yeah, I'm sure they don't look as good as we remember. No, them, and I, uh, well, I know that's fine. That's I, normal. Yeah, I know that. Uh, certainly, the um, what's the one? The graphics for the. Uh, uh, Shadows of the Empire. Oh, not yeah, yeah, very boxy, very very pixelated. Yeah, that was the, the N64. At the time, they were mind blowing. But that that yeah. that fight against IG88 in that game. There's a part where you have to yeah. fight, and he's got a rocket pack. Yeah, and he's very very hard, and it's very very difficult it's to cool. do that. It's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for this episode of the Star Wars Nerds. I'm Dad Vadabonker. I'm Kenton Larson. Don't let the force hit you in the ass. No, K421, you come. I'm going to Tashi Station to pick up some power converters. <laughs>